Uninformed immigrants are at a huge disadvantage in court, in financial and legal matters, and also sometimes in life. Well, what can we do about it? I'll tell you what. We can train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to maximize their lives regardless of their immigration status. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. I am your immigration lawyer and host, Otis Landerholm, and this is the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. Three, two, one. All right. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode of Deportation Defense Live. Thank you so much for being here. I'm grateful to be here with you, and I'm grateful to you for being here with me. And uh, so welcome to another episode of Deportation Defense Live. Today we're going to be talking about how long will my asylum case take, all right? And like an asylum update about the asylum backlogs. And right now I'm recording this. It's the end of June. It's June 27th of 2023. And I I really appreciate each of you from being here, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, like, hello and welcome, and thank you all so much for being here. Remember that the Deportation Defense Live is here to train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants who are facing deportation to make the most out of immigration law, to make the most out of their lives, and to win their cases. Are you facing removal in immigration court? Do you know someone who's facing removal in immigration court? Because if so, you know that it is not easy. It is an uphill battle. The laws are against us. And here at the Deportation Defense Live, we're here to maximize your chances of winning that case. All right? <coughs> Excuse me as I cough. Today our theme is asylum updates, asylum backlogs, and really how long will my asylum case take? And so thanks for everyone for being here. As we go through, if you have questions about your situation, hey, please send me your questions. I'd love to answer your questions. We're live, so I'll do the best I can to answer any question that we receive here today. Okay? I need to cough again. <coughs> Ah, All right. Thank you. So um, as I sometimes do, I'd like to start with a small empowerment tip uh, this morning. So last weekend, I went with two friends of mine, and we went away for the weekend to celebrate our 40th birthdays. And I don't know if you know, but I turned 40 this year. I turned 40 in April this year. So I am getting older. And uh, that happens. Time keeps ticking, right? And these two friends that I went uh, with, uh, they've known me since elementary school. And both of them were best men at my wedding. And both both of them have been a part of my life for a long time. And the thing I'd like you to think about is, hey, friendship is a key part of life. Like, do you have any close friends? And where are they? And how do you navigate friendship even if you've immigrated and moved away, right? And what makes your friendship strong? And what do you value about it? And this summer, I encourage you, you know, take some time and reconnect with your friends or take some time and make new ones if you would, you know, everybody um, 
everybody, life is better with friendship in your life, all right? So um, I just encourage you to take that on. Um, it will add value, add richness to your life, helps make the whole journey more worthwhile. So uh, anyway, that's my empowerment tip for today. Hope it's useful. Hope it's helpful, okay? So now I'm going to transition and talk about the legal theme. And here today we're talking about, you know, people are often coming into my office with the question, hey, how long is my asylum case going to take? It's already maybe, maybe they filed asylum a year ago or more, two, three, four, five, in some cases longer, years ago. And um, how long is it going to take? And like, that's a great question. And the first thing that you need to know, the first thing that you need to know is that there are currently more than 800,000 cases that are pending throughout our country's asylum offices. Okay? Um, there's actually about another 900,000, give or take, there, you know, cases, asylum cases pending in immigration court. And that's a hard number to know exactly because there's currently 2.1 million cases in total pending in immigration court, but many of those will file or are filing already for asylum, all right, because there's other types of cases that are also pending in immigration court, um, but some of those cases will be submitting for asylum. And the challenge, given those numbers, right, the challenge is that there's only approximately a hundred, or sorry, there's only approximately 1,000 asylum officers in the United States, and there's only approximately 650 immigration judges in the United States. So if you just look at that, if you just look at those numbers, right, if every officer or every judge decided one case every day, like just doing the math, it would take more than three years at the asylum office and more than five years at the immigration court stage. Okay, that's an eight-year total process. And the reality is, is that it's actually much slower than that. And why is that? Because the asylum officers, of all the asylum officers, many of them are only dealing with border cases. They're not addressing cases that are already in the U.S., and going through the asylum process, right? And so because of that, right, um, because of that, it's like even if all the officers could dedicate 100% of their time to the pending cases, which they can't, right, and even if they did all of their cases in order, which they don't, right, sometimes they'll have a unit which is focused exclusively on the newest cases that come in, and those ones might go super fast. But then the ones that have been waiting for years just get even further in the backlog. And so, you know, I have cases, I have clients, many of them, where my office filed their asylum case in 2017, and we continue to follow up, and we continue to renew their work permits, and we continue to, you know... Um, be ready and prepared for when immigration finally schedules their interview for their asylum case, but it's like no interview still, none in sight in the 
near future, and we're already six and a half years later on those cases. So you got to be aware, right? You got to be aware. And, and yes, there are ways to expedite, but it's not easy. All right? It's not easy. And, and I can do a whole separate video topic on how to prepare an expedited request. But basically, you've got to show it's a very urgent humanitarian situation. And the challenge is that almost all asylum cases have urgent humanitarian situations. And so to ask an asylum office to move to the front of the line is not easy to do. Okay? So anyway, so my best uh, uh, advice is if you are filing for asylum, if you're filing for asylum, please understand that it's going to be a long, slow process. You will need to be patient. But the other thing is, and the other advice in there is, you want to do your case correctly. You want to do it professionally. You want to do whatever you can to maximize your chances of it being approved at the asylum office, if that's where you filed. Because if it's denied at the asylum office, now you'll be facing the immigration court system and its backlogs, which will add an additional five to seven years in immigration court. And if you lose there, then you'll be ordered removed, ordered deported, but you can appeal and you'll have years pending on appeal also. All right? So really the best advice is to do what you can. Work with your lawyer. Do, you know, make the asylum case as strong as possible, as clean as possible, as error-free as possible at the initial submission stage so that you maximize your chances of winning, so that you maximize your chances of it not taking just decades worth of time. Okay? So that's really my um, uh, point here today. Um, I hope it was useful. I hope it was helpful. If you have any questions, please send them to me. Um, and, you know, and for everybody that's there and tuning in, my name is Otis Landerholm. I'm the founding attorney here at Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. We fight a lot of asylum cases. We'd love to help you with yours. Um, if this content is useful for you, what I'd love, I'd just really love it, if you took a moment and go over to our YouTube channel, or if you're already watching us on YouTube, great, and please click the subscribe button, all right, and click the notifications bell, and you'll receive additional, like a notification, whenever we update, whenever we upload additional videos with immigration updates, news, things of that nature, and if you have an immigration case, hey, please reach out. We would love to help, um, and, uh, and we're here to help, okay? And on Instagram, I see you here. Die, thank you. You say, hey, I hope everything is going well in your life. I love all your videos. I learned English, immigration, English and immigration law. Thank you so much. Greetings to you all and your crew from Mexico City. All right, die, thank you so much for saying that and for being here with me on Instagram today. I appreciate that. So um, that's it, really, for my, uh, for my English uh, uh, edition here today. 
And um, we'll start in Spanish in just a few moments. And thank you all so much for being here. Um, and right now, uh, we're shooting this. Uh, this is an episode of Deportation Defense Live. We'll be doing this again in Spanish in just a moment. Our, our next episode this week is the Empowered Immigrant Live, which is on Thursday. We also have a webinar that we're doing this week called the Empowered Immigrant Webinar, and it's on how to file for a green card. Um, so you can check that out as well. Hope, you, hope that you're doing well. Um, Fourth of July is around the corner, so I hope you enjoy that as well. And thanks, everybody, for being here and for tuning in. I'm Otis Landerholm, Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. Take care. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.